Do you ever feel like you're always on? What do you do when you need a moment to chill? How would you like to hit the reset button to get ready for what's next? These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nothing but nonstop hustle all the time. Sometimes you just need a moment to turn off and hit reset, and that's when you can reach for Coors Light. It's made to chill. Look, it's summertime. Transfer window is coming up. It's gonna get crazy. So if you ever just want to, again, take a step back and relax, read the transfer rounds, read the gossip rumors, grab a Coors Light. It'll be perfect companion for all those transfer merry-go-rounds. There's only one beer out there that's literally made to chill, and that's Coors Light. The mountains on the bottles and cans even turn blue when the beer is cold. That way, you always know when it's time to chill. When you need to hit reset, just open a Coors Light. It's mountain cold refreshment made to chill. Now that it's finally hot in Minnesota, I'm going to be looking for an easy beer to drink, and Coors Light is perfect for that. It's lagered, it's cold filtered, and it's cold packaged. It's, again, made to chill. It's crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies perfect for a moment to unwind and so when you want to hit reset reach for the beer that's made to chill get coors light in the new look delivered straight to your door with drizzly or instacart coors brewing company golden colorado and as always celebrate all right so you're listening to this podcast right now london is blue and guess what we host our podcast on anchor.fm that's right if you're looking to host your own podcast this is the easiest free way to get started. This has got a content creation tool allows you to record and the podcast right from a phone. That's right. Don't even need a computer, but you can do it there too. They'll also help you distribute it, which is probably the most challenging part. You don't want to have to mess with that. They got you covered. You can get it right on a Spotify and Apple podcast as well as any other place podcasts are found. And you know what? You can monetize it too. Make a little cash for sharing your great content with the world. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one individual place. So you know what? Head over to your app store, download the Anchor app, or head to anchor.fm to get started if you're ready to launch your podcast and make it happen. This is Joe Cole, and you're listening to the London is Blue podcast. Welcome back, Chelsea fans, to another episode of the London is Blue podcast, your home for all things Chelsea FC. Nick, Dan, and myself cover all the match reviews from the latest Chelsea matches, we cover the team news and even throw you some exclusive interviews. Thank you already for being an awesome listener. And you know what? Let's jump right in. All right. Welcome back, Chelsea fans, to another special episode with Joe Cole. Part two this time. Yes. Yeah. We're not in sunny Florida. We're actually in rainy Boston. Yeah, we're A little old, different. Yeah, we're old friends now. It's, <laughs> maybe I can join the team if I come out. Who knows? We could. We could probably squeeze some some room yeah, in. I think there's yeah. room. Yeah. Yeah, we a special segment. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, I, I actually heard uh, before we kind of started recording. You were talking about favorite kits. Yeah, people love kits nowadays. So yes. you can have your own little kit segment. You can talk about the favorite worst kit of all time, yeah. or maybe you're talking about the course kit as well from yeah. the nineties. The there was like the, what a big difference the size of all the kits back then. They were right. huge, weren't they? Yeah, <laughs> even when I first started at, at West Ham, they, they, there was just one size. Everyone got a large, and that was it. There was no. There's no messing about, so it just drowned you, and it was huge. And uh, I remember the Chelsea kits used to wear, like the Coors ones, mm-hmm. the orange and grey, uh, the, the away kits. The, Chelsea always had a tradition of going a bit funky with the away kits. Mm-hmm. It's been pretty traditional home, but away from home, we've always, they've always pushed the boat out, so it's been pretty cool. What do you think about this year's new home kit? Yeah, I think it's good. I've just um, The only thing I've got with it is, because it's, it's got a lot of black in it, mm-hmm. it's going to be very hard to sign. For, for like fans oh yeah you don't know, ah. think about that yeah, you know because everyone used to black sharpie and uh, so everyone's going to have to 
Silver, silver gold. Shop, Bally, but next actually, level. Next level. Yeah, so, thinking, yeah, so <laughs> no, but the silver and the gold, mm-hmm. they don't move as well on the on the jerseys. A little bit of something can bring to the party there. <laughs> hey, Nike, we've got the inside yeah. track here, honestly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we're here in Boston for the special uh, match, the the finalists on hate. Um, Joe came over with the group, obviously um, left, finished your time at Tampa Bay. Yeah. Found yourself doing the rounds on media. Yes, yeah. Got to see out there, and, and now you're with Chelsea again. So I think there's a lot that we can kind of touch on with that. Yeah. yeah. Um, and obviously, the first thing, though, is starting on kind of our, our time here in Boston. So um, kind of like, what is your perspective on, you know, obviously the, the charity side of it, and then obviously the, the message that the club is partnered with New England to bring? Well, some, sometimes it's important, you know, that the clubs can can raise awareness and give back to these to these things you know like you know it's a, it's a fantastic message and we all want to be part of it because you know and, and when it's when it's come from two two great clubs like Chelsea and New England Revolution we've got just you know done this there's no nobody's earning from it it's just you know it's do it it's, it's, it's trying to raise awareness for the for against hate against anti-semitism and, and, and any kind of prejudices that we've got and, and football's a great catalyst to bring Absolutely. these things together so um, yeah we're, we're glad to be here and let's make it a celebration of two different cultures two different football clubs and come together and hopefully the fans will have a great night when they go there that's fantastic is it a little special for you that it's being played in the States since you have kind of the, yeah. the US connection now yeah I mean like, like it's home from home for me the US now um I'm a bit sad that my actual my visa actually ran out, so I had to go and travel on an Esther again. So um, I'm sort of disconnected like that. But I, I would have stayed for longer. Really, I loved it. Um, family reasons brought me home, but you know, had a great time in the states. And uh, yeah, just only positive memories, and not not just in Tampa, um, playing the away games and you know seeing all of the, the places that you wouldn't usually visit. So yeah. I had a great time. So you know there. Are- Obviously, played in a ton of different places across the United States. Are there a couple other cities that you want to go back to? And you're kind of a couple of trips back here next time in the U.S. Yeah, I mean, I, I love. I've always loved New York. I mm-hmm. love the away trips in New York. Um, I like I like going places like Louisville, which I didn't usually go to because you know sure. we, we went to like the the Muhammad Ali um, Museum there, which was fantastic, and I like the culture it's just all the different places um yeah, new york's my favorite though okay and I'm, I'm, i've been there before but I, just, I still love it every time i go there i find something new it's a bit like london so are you a new york uh, new york sports fan now too do you root for those teams or no i'm a new new york fan in just the city okay <laughs> I'm a, so i'll always be a rowdy i'll always be tampa Bay. Sure. that's my that's my place if i'm going to america first place is tampa so um yeah, I mean that's my team over here, but uh, I love I love going to New York for holidays. Yeah. So um, yeah, so we we wrapped up that chapter, um, yeah. and you've moved into coaching. We, last time we had talked, you said you're doing your badges, you're doing mm-hmm. some work yeah. at Tampa. What's mm-hmm. that transition like then to the the youth academy well, at Chelsea? Well, the, the work at Tampa was working with professionals, mm-hmm. you know, um, all with all with different cultures, which was a good learning curve, and then. Pardon me. Excuse me. Um, yeah, and, and then uh, then when I went to the academy, yeah. it's working with with kids again from different cultures, but the young like working with the young players is a different skill set you need to mm-hmm. to get the, to get the performance out of them. So 
I mean, I'm learning so much from all the great people at the academy, all the great coaches mm-hmm. that I'm uh, taking me under the wing and teaching me. And hopefully, I'm giving them, giving the players and the coaches some little bits of knowledge from from a long a long career. We see it on social. You still put some clips out there. You mixing up with the boys out there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's. Uh, I mean, I join in as much as I can. I think sometimes, you know, so, sometimes it's easy to demonstrate. And while you're still young enough as a coach, mm-hmm. it's important that you do demonstrate because it's the easiest way of learning. You sure. can see how you're doing it. And uh, so, yeah, while I'm still, the legs are still working, I might as well drop and join in for five or ten minutes here or there. Yeah. Getting the rondo, you know. Yeah, I love the rondo. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's my go-to thing every day. If I'm a, if I'm a head coach ever, that'll be me every day. Rondo, 15 minutes love at least. It. Yeah. it gets there, everyone going. Is there like a key you know, experience or, or a moment that you've had in your career that especially for the younger guys who are just kind of becoming professionals and getting into that mindset that you would say that you're translating to them right now? Um, don't know if it's, again, I, I don't know if it's pertinent for the young people now because they're more, there's more connection with the fans. I remember as a young man uh, getting a, an absolute volley of one of the fans. I've gone to take a throw in and a grown man, I was only 17, and a grown man was just screaming abuse at me and getting on me. And I think, you know, it took me back a little bit and it threw me from my game for five minutes. And then after the game, I learned quickly that, you know, you have to just push everyone's opinions aside and be strong mentally. So I think from that moment, that fella there taught me a valuable lesson that I took. And after that, I didn't really, you know, the only important people to me was myself, my manager, and that's about it really, do you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. then I just could just focus on the, the process. And uh, so I think for these lads now, there's so many things like Twitter and Instagram and things like that. It seems to, that people can get, get to them with the negativity. So I think you need to quickly, if you're going to become a player, you need to quickly realise that draw the line on it and this is me, I'm playing the football, I'm concentrating on my game. And anything else that comes around it, it's just, it's just noise mm-hmm. for you to decide. And I think, you know that that's a that's a great lesson for any young player, but they, they've got to find their way with that. They've got to find their moment when they realise that. So, with going back into Chelsea, going back into the academy, you mentioned that you're happy to have certain other coaches take you under their wing, give yeah. you a little bit of experience and guidance. Who maybe are you taking lessons from right now, uh, and who's maybe inspired you even at this phase of your journey as a career career in coaching? Well, yes, it's a young career in coaching. And like I said, everyone in the building at some point mm-hmm. has helped me with various things. Um, I've really, I've worked with Andy Myers and John Harley mm-hmm. with the 18s for the majority of the time. I think Joe Edwards yeah. is a fantastic coach as well. I think them three are really progressive. And there's, there's other guys that could list that, like the environment there. Mm-hmm. I think it's not just set up to produce players, which it does because the stats are there. Chelsea Academy produces players for the top leagues in Europe more than any other academy. You know, um, I think that was a stat from a few years ago. And I think as well as developing coaches because there's a real, there's a real push to, you know, sharing ideas and, and really, you know, can we can we get better? Can we get better every day? So. Um, in that sense, I think it's a perfect building. And again, I've got to give a shout out to to my friend Neil Collins at Tampa Bay Rowdies. If there's anyone out there who wants to check him, I think he's going to be. I think his career will take him 
he'll stick with the MLS because he's his family and moved out and everything. But the Scottish guy, I think he's really one to look for in the future. I mean, that's awesome. Yeah. It's uh, it's always fun for like us as fans, right, to see a lot of. Um, the former players, especially in such a glory time, come back to the club. Mm. It's great. So obviously, you know, you're, you're back, but it's great because you can kind of see the pathway to JT at Villa, yeah. obviously Frank and Jody mm. at, at Derby. And so it's, again, it's it's kind of that progression for us too, of like mm. that transition's happened from our, our, our favorite players now getting into management. Yeah. It's a new fan path as well. It's yeah. like now, like we would pay attention to the academy teams more like, I've watched yeah. the derby, derby match and I've yeah, never yeah. done that before. Exactly. It's exactly. a fun it's a fun little thing to like kind of take your fandom and, and spread it yeah. to a wider maybe variety of teams and things. So championship playoff, that's all sorts of Chelsea tied in yeah, there right I know. now. I know, I know. And uh, like I said, like you, you when you're with a club and people come and go, Chelsea was with Chelsea, you know, players come and they stay, some stay for uh, you know, a couple of months, others are there for twenty years and but you're always part of the family and you always look out for them. So uh, John and Frank and Jody, like, be interested to see how that goes for them over the next few weeks. I'm sure they're all on their journeys. They're all, uh, and where it, where it ends up, nobody knows, but um, I'm pretty sure that they're all pretty, pretty special guys in that, that sense. I think they'll be successful, mm-hmm. whether it be this season for them sure. or, or whether it not. But I think all, all of them will be really, really uh, talented managers or coaches whatever they do yeah absolutely did you check in with them this year as you were kind yeah. of getting back into the, the uh, coaching and see how they were kind of feeling it out yeah I went to see I, I popped I had a little chat with Frank um, the other day I went to see him play when they played Brentford uh, it's a really cracking game and obviously Ashley Cole plays for them now as well that's right yep. so you know it's a uh, that's couple loanies, yeah. Mason and Foucault. Yeah, yeah, the young boys are out there. Um, speak to John every now and then. Um, so I listen, it's like, I'm, I'm going to be seeing JT, I think he's playing in the Soccer Aid game. Yep. Stanford mm-hmm. right. Bridge. So, yep. You know, you, 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 your paths cross, once you're in football, your paths cross all the time. But um, yeah, I mean, it's one of them, is. If they played each other in the final, it'd be like, let the best, <laughs> let the best man win. Can you imagine that touchline? Yeah. yeah. Somehow Chelsea finds Chelsea a way there. to win. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's a lot of Chelsea there, ain't there? Yeah. If that's at, the, if that's at Wembley, I think you might even sell a few tickets to Chelsea fans for that. You know? <laughs> I bet. Yeah. So have any of the youth players that you're talking to that you're working on teaching or training now come up to you and said, oh, I remember watching that game. Or, you know, it's... Give no, these kids, they're, they're, they're like, they like to be too cool for school now. <laughs> so, not a lot. I mean, I, I just... I always chat to them. I mean, they're great lads. They are really good lads. And I think that's another thing that gets pushed aside as well. When you, it's a big responsibility for the club. When you get these young lads in from the age of six or seven in the academy, when they're in the building, you have to give them, uh, you know, ethics and, you know, you, you need to give them some, some kind of structure. You know, some of these lads might not get it at home. So you teach them, you know, little things are important. You say good morning to people. You shake hands after every game. You're respectful. And these things, I think, are just as important as a coach to teach these young men how to conduct themselves. Mm-hmm. You know, that's not to say that they're making them into robots. They'll all make mistakes, and you know, we all we all have. But I think that's vitally important as your role as a, an academy coach. 
I think if you look at the way that Count puts in Doy and you know, how he yeah. carried himself in interviews yeah. this season, Ruben Loftus-Cheek, obviously yeah. Academy product as well, even those who've left the club, like Nathaniel mm-hmm. Chaloba, like the way that Chelsea as a institution has yeah. produced not just fine footballers, but yeah. fine individuals who yeah. are really positive contributors to the world around them. Yeah, and that's vital. And again, the club leads the way with games like this tomorrow night. Do you know what I mean? Like, they might not these young men they might not really know what anti-semitism is or or any kind of prejudice that you know they you know they didn't be able to learn a bit and and you're developing people you're developing human beings and i think that's that's important and and us as coaches as well we're learning from them the new generation all the i don't know the twitters and the all this all this stuff so i think and you know so what would you say to that because i, I think they're is a concern it's not one that we share but there were people why are Chelsea two days after the Premier League season going out and you know do, conducting this type of match and I think yeah. there's obviously a large social responsibility people are concerned about the final and the impact on that I mean you're a player you've done things like this before I imagine in terms of team commitments you know what's your perspective on that depends which way you look at it it could be a welcome distraction get the boys out of their environment coming to meet you know coming to meet new people mm-hmm. make it fun um, again, like we've talked about, some, some things are more important than football, mm-hmm. you know, and we need to always understand that. It's not like the, the cup finals on Saturday, then you think mm, maybe it's going to, the boys will finish this. It's a lovely way to end the season, mm-hmm. doing something positive in the world. Sure. And, and then they'll get recovered and they'll start preparing for the final. So it won't be a problem. That's no, no doubt about that. It won't be a problem. Well, and I think you look at some of the players who've come over. Reese James is going to be here. Yeah. Trevor Toloba is going to be here. Yeah. Connor Gallagher. Like we've seen a lot of youth players that maybe yeah. you've seen you know, either on loan or at the academy are going to get yeah. a chance to play here now. And that's yeah. going to be a great opportunity for them too. That's great. And I mean, and again, it would have been nice for a few of the boys to a few more minutes, particularly mm-hmm. if the campaign was so long with the Europa League. But um, yeah, it's just great that they're here. Great that, you know, hopefully they can all pardon me do themselves justice tomorrow night and I'm sure they will because they're all they're all good kids is there anyone in particular as you've kind of come back to the to the youth system that you're looking at in the next season or two uh, yeah. to make a huge impact as we um, it would be unfair of me to <laughs> to say one player do you know what I mean there's so Fair many enough, of them yeah. I don't know when we will talk off air but because the guys might end up listening to the show, but there's, <laughs> I don't want them thinking that they, there's a favourite out there. Right. But there's 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 a few. There's a f- they're, they're, put it this way, they're, they're, there'll be some more players coming in. There'll be the next Ruben Loftus Cheek, uh, Reese James. I think, I've, although I've not seen him much this year, he's been on loan. But I think he's one that can come and Reese James and Ru- obviously Ruben's made the step now. He's a mm-hmm. first team player. Reese James will, will put, be a first team player. There's, there's, there's so many. Yeah. Mike, do you want a quick stop and then go? Just to the limit, and then I just have a couple Are we doing more. a ride for time, chaps? Yeah. Yeah? With the, with the other thing. Yeah, okay. yeah. I was going to ask him about the title race this season. Get like a former pro player's sure. title. Sorry for asking question. That's fine. Just how it's on the thread. Glory hog. Yeah, that's it. That's it. <laughs> and then we can do the rapid fire. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Do do I want to try to get like a do a like a Instagram video? Oh, if we can. Yeah. Should I put this away for the interest of continuity? Uh, (laughs) There's no worries. 
We're running, running with. This is yeah. not Game of Thrones. We're not. We're not yeah. worried about the. I'll be at the Starbucks. <laughs> Got my mates for loving that. <laughs> fucking, I, I didn't. I, I didn't watch it. I can't get into it. I tried to. What? I know. I, See, know. I knew we had something yeah. else in common. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. It's not on tape, so you can. <laughs> 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 uh, go on, what do you, you like it? Oh, yeah. It's friends? Yeah. Okay. It's like 90% of people beat. love it, <laughs> and 10% of people are just like, nah, not for me. Yeah. I missed it. I, I missed it when it started, and I don't have seven years to catch up. <laughs> exactly. I watched one episode years ago, and as soon as I see the dragon, I just can't get mad around it. <laughs> that's, what it that's what it was. Fair play. Yeah. Upset a few fans there, probably. <laughs> well, this interview is now over. <laughs> yeah, my friends don't talk to me about it either. They think I'm weird. It's, uh, it's, it's a lot. To they just know not to bring it up. Yeah. yeah. Maybe, listen, I might, I might come back to it in a few years' time and see, see right. what the fuss is about. Let, let, everyone, let it all die down. Yeah. Uh, and then we'll see. Just, yeah, watch watch the first six seasons. <laughs> Just yeah, right. there's a, a minor investment you'll make of, yeah. you know, 40 hours. But the last couple. Right. I got 40 hours. <laughs> right. Okay. We're good. All right. Uh, so we don't always have the chance to sit down with a former professional and get opinions. What was the title race like this season? And then also the race for top four. There was two clear races, but to have like Liverpool lose one match all season and, you know, you have teams at 98, 97 points, mm. essentially setting the wrong records yeah. from a team's perspective. But like, yeah. what is that like from your perspective of like watching these teams city rattling 14 off in a row, kind of the pressure and, yeah. and just kind of the atmosphere that goes into that. Like, what was that like for you? Your I mean, perspective? Yeah, it's just, oh, I think that, do you know it was the first time when genuinely I think two teams deserve to be champions like it's, it's, it's both of them were just unbelievable I mean the, the race for the third fourth place was like a little bit of a nobody could get a win could they it was like yeah. you know it was like, the opposite you got, of what we watched <laughs> yeah on the other side yeah, yeah like it was um, but them two teams man, it was staggering the, the pressure like that going into games is just just cranked up a notch and credit to both managers, like I said, I think Pep and Jurgen Klopp were, were just outstanding in both of them in that running. And like, they both deserve to be champions, really. It's, as a footballer, you know, I feel for the Liverpool players because it's just, it all hurt so much because I don't think they could do any more than what they did. Sure. But then again, you know, you, you leave knowing that you've left it all on the, you left it all in the ring, you know, so that's that's uh, yeah. that's the only thing I can say that they've left it all out there but it's, it's going to be another year do you think back to the you know 2009-10 yeah you know where you guys in United yeah. were kind of neck and neck at the end and you yeah. scored a crucial goal yeah it's got to cement the place at the top of the table I mean yeah. it, what's the pressure like in that I mean you're playing your direct rival at the end yeah and you, you obviously contribute a huge goal yeah uh yeah, I think I think probably players are probably the coolest people in the building because you you've got the you're the only ones who've got control over your destiny. So you just fight for that ninety minutes. You know it's a big game. You get prepared. You do everything you usually do. So you once as soon as the game's you, you you're in your routine and you're in your moment. So um, it was never a problem for me. I love playing in, in them pressure games. You know, and that's what I miss now. I think that's probably the the reason when players can 
can get to the to the top because they can do that. They can sort of block it out. I don't know what what it is mentally, but I don't ever remember feeling any more nervous in them particular games. As weirdly as it is, I don't. I just I just did it. Maybe probably a little bit more excited, right, for yeah. the opportunity. Yeah, I don't you know. I just I just think it was just just business, really. Mm-hmm. Just just business. Um, and I think that's looking like I'm like I was like watching games I'm, I'm not a Liverpool fan or a Man City fan but I was watching it going they must be so nervous but they probably wasn't the players they were probably alright do you know what I said it's all the fans the coaches everyone else it was like panicking right And I, but you know I think like I said credit goes to both managers really I think they they dealt with everything spot on it was a real it was a proper title running one. It was great. Yeah. How so, did you feel about Chelsea's third place finish, kind of trending at the end and kind of yeah. cementing their place in the Champions League next year? I think it's great. I think you know you look at the manager here, the gaffer. has been he's come in and uh, he's got two cup finals and a third place finish. I mean, it's not what we want in the grand grand scheme of things, but there's a big gap to to to, to get between us and Liverpool, and Man City. So. Um, we're the best of the rest, and I think we should. The manager needs a bit of credit for that as well, because you know he's uh, he's had some difficult moments. Um, but you know, let's look at that. Let's take that into next season now. Let's finish the season strong, win a trophy. Because at the end of the day, Liverpool could end up winning nothing, and Chelsea would, you know, would have won something. You yeah. know, we don't really want to think about that reality. No, <laughs> shut your curtains. <laughs> Shut your curtains. So, what's your what is your prediction for the Champions League final coming? I up? think Liverpool will win. I do. I think Liverpool will win. Um, I think the fate of the world depends on it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You told us you couldn't move to Spurs. So. No, nah, yeah, of course you can't have Spurs, win it. Oh, well, I said all my pals are Spurs, <laughs> and those grown men crying on the phone to me uh, in the semi-final night. So that's some good fun. Um, I'm thinking about. I'm thinking about having a barbecue around my house and getting a big screen out right. in the garden and getting all my, my all my all my pals of Spurs, all of them, and uh, getting them round and then to watch them cry, watch them cry. Yeah, <laughs> they lose it. yeah it's nasty. Really. It's, it's a bit of a gamble, it's but it's, it's a big pays gamble. off. It's a big gamble. Yeah, a big gamble that CCTV well, footage is gonna be. Yeah. <laughs> I can get some security if they do win and just get, <laughs> yeah. get thrown out for trespassing. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. That'd be good fun. Listen, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm only like, when you're in the game, uh, and even it's fun, man. Do you know what I mean? You have these banter, like my family and friends, Spurs and you know, West Ham, and it's a few Chelsea, but it's, 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 it is good. I do like I do like the Tottenham Chelsea games in particular. Though. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, welcome back to the US, Joe. It's Thank always you. a blast to have you here. Uh, enjoy sunny Tampa when you get down there to take in some vitamin D. Um, thank you for being here to help promote the match as well. Thank you. I think that that's as much fun as we get to have talking about other things. Like that is why we're all here. We are massive supporters of this movement, um, of the the actions that the club are taking. We're really proud of it too. And so we've been trying to promote it as well. So again, um, thank you for also kind of just publicly supporting it. And no, thank you. It. Thank you, Bob. You're doing a great job spreading awesome. the word. Great. Well, thanks so much, Joe. It was a blast, as always. Cheers, guys. It's a wrap. Nice. Yeah, good.